A reading from John 5, 7-10. Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath, and so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, It is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. Oh, man, does Jesus get in so much trouble for this one. You know, he heals a man on the Sabbath and then says, Pick up your mat and walk. And why are the Pharisees so upset that he told the man to pick up his mat and walk? It seems trivial to us. Well, they were, you know, self-appointed Torah enforcers, you know, the law of God, uh, and they walked around enforcing it. Now, I do think that they were actually rightly motivated, at least from the start. They wanted people to honor God. They wanted to obey the Sabbath because it's the covenant terms of our relationship with God. What had happened, though, was they started adding to the law. There was this oral tradition where the rabbis would go around interpreting uh, the Torah, and then it became codified in what's called the Mishnah. They wrote down the oral traditions. And they, uh, on the Sabbath law in particular, they added 39 rules and regulations for the Sabbath to make sure everybody was going to not work on the Sabbath, 39, it's actually worse than that. It's 39 categories. And each of those had a couple of, of regulations underneath them. One of which said, you can't carry a mat. Interestingly, in the Torah itself, it does say you can't carry objects, but the only two objects that the Torah, the actual written word of God, not the added stuff from the rabbis, the actual written word of God says you can't carry manna um, and you can't carry bundles of wood. Now, those both have really specific purposes. The manna thing, you remember the whole story of manna from heaven? He wanted them to trust God for the next day. So he didn't want them um, carrying it around, saving it up. And in the bundles of wood, he didn't want them um, uh, building fires to work. You know, they wanted he wanted them just to enjoy with the fruit of their labor. But the rabbis had added all this stuff. And, and the reason I'm taking so long to, to describe that is because of their adding to the word of God, they actually missed the most important thing. They missed Jesus. They missed this miracle. And I feel a caution in this. Okay, I, I also want to follow God's law, just like these guys did. I think there's a good motivation there. But when I start adding my own ideas to the word, um, especially if it has to do with control, which I think these guys uh, got tempted to want more of, they could control the population if they had all these rules and regulations. Uh, woe is me, because if I do that, if I add to the word of God and if I try to control people legalistically, I will probably make the same mistake they made, which is to miss the miracle, to miss Jesus himself, to miss the one who is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. So I'm trying hard to not uh, fall into the same temptation that these guys did. A few weeks ago, uh, a few, uh, I guess, uh, days ago, I mentioned uh, this kind of uh, epic conflict between freedom and tyranny. Uh, But one of the freedoms we don't have is to change the word of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, A freedom we do have is to interpret the, uh, uh, truthfully interpret the word of God. But it's not my saying so. It's what I find in Ecclesiastes in the last chapter, 
uh, sort of the last words almost. Uh, and it goes like this. The words of the wise are like goads and like nails firmly fixed are the collected sayings. They are given to, uh, given by one shepherd. My son, beware of anything beyond these words. Of making many books, there is no end. And much study is a weariness of the flesh. Uh, I think there, he's more uh, interested in adding or subtracting. There's another place in the Bible, and I, I can't mm-hmm. put my fingers on it right now, but it says, do not add or subtract from the word of God. Yeah, I think that's at the end of Revelation. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And here, uh, he's just saying part of that. And the reason I, I, I bring this up is, you know, you were talking about all of these things that have been added and then been confused with the word of God because they seem to be, you know, added into what the Bible is really saying. And um, I don't know. I, I think that it's sufficient for me to read the word of God and, and I don't need to add to it or subtract it either in my own interpretations or, you know, I, mm-hmm. I just respond to it. I don't, add much or subtract much. Yeah, the word of God is sufficient on its own. 